What's up, guys? It's episode 356. Welcome back to the show. I don't have a up. No, I don't take shit. I got no love for the fakeness. If you want to play tough and want to hate this, I'll always show up and make a statement. I don't have a slow up. No, I don't take shit. I got no love for the fakeness. If you want to play tough and want to hate this, I'll always show up. Hey, what's up? It's Jacqueline. Welcome back to the show. And happy Friday. Happy weekend. Happy November 17th, 2023. This is the second week in a row I've done this on a Friday, and I'm claiming this day as my podcast day. Cool. Um, the f- Okay. I'm staring at the FedEx truck out my window right now, and I just want to bring you into my... Um, last week, I got a Skims delivery during the podcast, this week, like this is happening right now. I'm watching him come out of the, he's like opening the back door thing. Um, this week it's a Bath and Body Works candle delivery. And I haven't had, I haven't, I haven't bought, I haven't bought, <laughs> I haven't walked into a Bath and Body Works in like 10 years. The last time I saw a Bath and Body Works candle, I was in my friend's dorm in college at WSU. And I swear every single time I walked in there, there was like 15 Bath and Body Works candles going on at all times. Like through the night, like if I spent the night at her house, there'd be like an apple cinnamon candle next to the bed. And it, I, it was like so toxic to breathe in. But like that's what Bath and Body, Body Works reminds me of. And it, I haven't smelled one or been around one in like literally 10 years. So um, I scoped out their sale recently and they were, they were on sale for $14.95 a candle for the three wick candles and I bought like six winter Christmas candles so yay um I also have a belt delivery from Aritzia <laughs> cool let's last week I was like here's my shopping and spending tip and I was like literally just teaching you how I or I I gave away my tip about how you should allocate like one or two days a month to shop and not do it all month long guys that fucking (laughs) that all went out the window in the last week I something happens to me this time of year like the second it's November 1st and it's like holiday season because obviously to me Christmas is two months long it's November and December like I just and it's the people that uh, people with businesses that sell products or what am I saying? Like I am the, I am their ideal consumer because there's a part of the brain in every consumer's mind this time of year that just goes, fuck it, fuck it. I'm just going to go all out, get what I need, get all the gifts, get all the things, get all the holiday gear, get the ornaments, get the tchotchkes, get the <laughs> whatever, get the, everything I want on my wish list, on my friend's wish list, on my fiance's wish list, my grandma's like, I'm going to get everyone, everything. I'm going to say, fuck it. And I'll figure out my finances in January. <laughs> like I always get in this mood and it's not, it's not good, but, um, I keep buying shit. Um, so my little rule I taught you last week completely, completely went out the window. Um, I don't know. I'm in this, I've been, okay. I've been purging my closet literally for like a year and I'm like, I have missing, I have all these gaps in my wardrobe now. So it's kind of nice. Like I've gotten rid of all these old clothes, replaced them with newer, nicer stuff. And then now I'm like filling in the gaps and I don't have nice belts. So like, I'm really into belts right now. So if you see me wearing a belt, just know that I'm feeling really good about myself because I'm finally wearing a belt with my outfit and and like jewelry like I need to like replace I have cooler undertones and I've been wearing all this like super bronzy gold jewelry 
for like my whole life like I'm like oh gold looks good and it like doesn't look good so I'm gonna do you know what does look good if you like gold jewelry but you don't what is this podcast you guys I have okay (laughs) I want to talk to you about wedding planning because we've been working with a wedding planner over the last week um I'm going wedding dress shopping tomorrow um I have an update on laser hair removal because I've been doing that I want to tell you about my second appointment and then I have a couple I want to do like TikTok react a TikTok reaction segment because I found um, I have like this new obsession with this family that I want to share with you so yeah this can kind of be like a whatever updates like always and then some other fun stuff so um if you like gold jewelry but you have cool like undertones to your skin and you're really pale like myself like this time of year especially because I'm doing doing laser I can't get away with tanning and being super tan so um if you like gold what I'm saying is mix it with silver I was out to dinner with this girl like a month ago and she had gold and silver earrings on at the same time like two two gold two hoops one was gold one was silver and it just looks great like I never thought of that and there's a lot of earrings I feel like it's a trend right now like mixing gold and silver or whatever but like it looks really nice so anyways I need to buy silver jewelry and belts and you guys okay what is this podcast hit that please hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening right now I'm on apple spotify google podcast Stitcher, breaker overcast wherever you listen to podcasts hit that subscribe button okay like I'm sure you already have but if you're new please uh join me I'm here once a week um come hang out it's uh should I do like my spiel about this podcast? Haven't done it in a few weeks or months. Like, why am I here? Why are you listening to me right now? Basically, God, do I want to do this? Long story short, I started a podcast in the pandemic and I did it seven days a week for a year, 300 days. <laughs> and now it's a weekly podcast. And over those 300 days, I went from a depressed, lost little sheep in this world with nothing going on in her life with absolutely no self-esteem or confidence or just any like I had I was at the that was my rock bottom in my 20s when I started this podcast and throughout those 300 days I literally fixed all of it just talking to myself out loud and like you know making light of my situation and and finding the silver lining in all of it and like um yeah it was just like the best time so yeah I love podcasting this is my passion this is my retirement plan and here I am please hit that subscribe button if you want to hang out with me uh once a week yay um cool so back to the uh, agenda I'm congested I don't know if you can tell but I got sick for no reason um after the Olympia did I mention this last week yeah I just got like a really bad cold um so sorry if I sound congested guys let me talk to you about wedding planning because I've done a full 180 in, in the last week now before I get into this wedding planner and and what she has done for us in such a short amount of time I want to tell you something that is so key to sales to anything in business in life it could I'm I feel like this is really super important in business when you're working with new clients but the biggest takeaway from working with this with this wedding planner is that like she didn't tell us up front what was going to happen and like all the stuff she was going to do for us like I knew she's a wedding planner I knew you know she's worked with Corey's family before with other weddings and um she planned his sister's wedding so and they know her they've known her for like 
their whole lives like she's a local here and anyways it's not like going into it she's like okay this is all these are all the things I'm gonna do for you it's like kind of obvious like okay you're gonna help us with the blueprint what the wedding's gonna look like step by step and hold our hand along the way like that's the basic wedding planner thing so what I'm here to tell you is that I have I've met a lot of people in my life I've been around a lot of um yeah a lot of people who have their own business their own thing and the biggest takeaway is that I think the number one way to have a successful career in whatever you're doing is to fucking blow people's minds blow their minds blow their brains off when you work with them when I say she planned our wedding, she had all of the people contacted that we could possibly use. She contacted like every photographer, every videographer, every light person, caterer, um, wedding dress place. I don't know, like uh, makeup, um, any vendor ever. Like she had fully, she basically contacted, locked in dates, seen what people's pricing was, like figured all of this out in like 24 hours. And, and presented it to us the next day. It was the most like, and she's been doing this for 40 years. Like she's literally the, the like the best of the best of the best. Like I'm so, okay. Cause if you know, if you've listened to this podcast for a while, after I got engaged, it was, it was a train wreck, to be honest. I had all of this, like, I was, I was like, I don't even know what to do. I don't even know where to start. I don't love this. I don't, I don't really want to plan the wedding. Like I'm not, a, I just don't have that in me. It's not my, it's, I'm not that kind of, excuse me. I'm not that kind of chick. So I was feeling really lost and kind of stuck. So she's just completely relieved all of that. And yeah, she literally blew our minds. So that's my tip. Like, don't tell anyone what you're going to do. Don't be t- like, just over deliver, just over deliver like crazy to because here's why it's she's undeniable it's like there is no I can't imagine after those after this last week after those first two days I'm like I can't have I can't even picture my mind working with anyone else who's even going to come close to this level of like hands-on help and like like insight to all of this like she is just so such a pro and so good at it and I'm so happy right now because I'm finally like really excited and like we've already looked at like flower arrangements and we've drawn out like how the room's gonna look we've looked at the venue with her and we've met with the directors there and we've looked at the menu we've talked about all the little things we want to have the little details little slogans a little um the chairs the tables like all of it so um it's going wedding planning is going really well it's in full we're full steam ahead um, she's amazing. So basically we went to the location or our venue on like a Friday night. And I think it was the Friday after this, po- I podcasted last Friday. So it was last Friday and, um, we looked around and it's perfect. It's like exactly what we want. Um, the setting's perfect. It's so us and I'm not going to give away anything, but, um, yeah so we walked around and we looked at it with her and the director there and they poured a champagne and she just kind of wanted to listen to like what you know just she she kind of wanted to like feel out what I wanted and and she just sat and listened and she's very intuitive she can kind of tell like um she would I would like to say a couple things then she'd be like oh so you want mostly white and then a touch of pink and not all pink or like shit like that so um yeah it was so cool like we just 
shot we we got like some food after it was cool um yeah she was like <laughs> and like an immediate like bestie like just so, she was so I, I just I can't stop smiling because you guys I have been so like we've been here's what here's what it has been and this is the truth we haven't crossed we just crossed the starting line of planning the wedding now the wedding is now back it's backed up a month her birthday happens to be on the wedding date we had originally planned for so now we <laughs> she's not working on her wedding or excuse me she's not working on her birthday which is fine like you know I'm not gonna I'm I want her to be there on the wedding I don't want to have to use someone else because it's her birthday and she yeah so and I'm actually happy we pushed it back a month so now it's in September of next year so it's pushed back and most people say like September October weddings here are the most beautiful like I don't know and it's also when the touristy like summertime shit slows down so um yeah so we pushed it back a month what what else am I saying um or what else am I should I be like telling I'm like wait do I want to like give away all the details I'm just gonna give you like the gist um yeah so we oh yeah yeah I know what I was saying how it's kind of gone okay so after we got engaged there's this lull of like two months where nothing happened and we were just enjoying being engaged and then it's like go time like okay we need to think about where this is gonna be like what our guest list is like we need to plan 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 and we have gone back and forth on a weekly basis <laughs> about the lo like the venue it's been this thing we we toured a place that was like super modern and contemporary and we're like oh we really want to do it here but you have to bring all the vendors in and they don't really have anything there on site so that would be a whole thing um and then a lot of people are suggesting like a one-stop shop where they have everything at the place like you don't have to bring in a table and a chair it's already there or catering so that's what we're going with um the place we chose is that so it's a one-stop shop and then so we looked at that and then we thought about his parents house because they have a really nice house that, um, and his sister got married there so that could be a, that was an option and then we're like no we, we don't want to do that we kind of want to make it different and so and then we I don't know it's been like back and forth back and forth we haven't made it like we finally decided we finally locked it in and I think that's been the problem like just saying yes and like going all in with it so um yeah like we so anyways we toured the venue we met with her um we looked at all these pictures of like what other people had done just for some inspo and um one thing I'm not doing like people get there's like a wedding chair you could probably picture it it's like a crossback wedding chair that like every wedding party dinner whatever um they all have, they all use like the same chair and that's something I'm not going to do which just to make it a little different and more like I don't know timeless because I feel like those look really trendy um, a lot of the like all the weddings you see on all the pretty weddings you see are they all look they all have a similar look and feel and I feel like it's very yeah trendy Pinteresty and I don't want mine to look like that so um yeah so we're doing something different with the chairs which is kind of a toss-up um because I don't love the chairs I'll love the chairs when we do all the decor with it but um it's hard to explain that's like a random detail but anyways the next day it was so great we like or was it like couple of days after I don't know we like went to her house she lives two minutes away from us <laughs> which is awesome we went to her house and we sat down and we went over like she literally wrote and I again this happened in like 48 hours 48 hours like minute by minute hour by hour like the entire 
three-day wedding plan we just went through like every page and went over little details and made little tweaks and it was amazing again she just blew my mind she (laughs) yeah so um and I think she stopped she's like I'm done with weddings I'm she like just did her last one like a month ago but she knows Corey and Corey's like a son to her so she's like can't say no to that (laughs) so she's back in action and I'm so grateful for that because um there's so many moving parts there's like thousands of little things to a wedding and for me to just take that all on without a planner would be insane like there's literally unless you're just throwing a backyard barbecue I could throw a backyard barbecue with 50 people sure okay I I could go get I could I'd go to Costco I even threw this out to Corey and like the second I said Costco he like shut down he's like he's like shut the fuck I'm like yeah you know I could go set up some tables and chairs and and you know get some paper plates and you know the nice china shit go to Costco get some pinwheel um turkey sandwiches <laughs> and hors d'oeuvres and some nice Costco wine and you know I could throw that kind of wedding party like that's something that's digestible like I could handle that but um you know all the, this is just different there's like uplighting there's catering there's um timing like there's things happening at certain times so it's all it's like a dance it's like a it's a literal like a wedding is a literal performance thing like there's even a part we've planned of us driving away from the wedding party and like what's going to happen then which is going to be so sick if we can do it and pull it off but like that kind of thing like I can't fucking play I could plan it but like that is it's just I don't know it's like too much so long story short wedding planning is going well I'm going dress shopping tomorrow for the first time with Corey's mom I just want like one set of eyeballs on me just to get this started, just to kind of see what I like. And then I'm, um, it's going to be at this place in here. It's like up in North County here in San Diego. And I haven't like, I know what I want, but like, I haven't, I, I think I just need to try dresses on like all everyone says, like you have an idea of what you like. And then you go try on that dress that you like, or you think you'd like, and then you don't, it doesn't look good on you. And so then you go with something else. So that could happen. Um, but it has to be like functional. Like I don't want a super long train or anything crazy. Um, I want it to be more like simple so I can like move around. I don't want to, I don't know. Like I could change after the wedding, after the ceremony. Um, excuse me, but damn, is this one? This is one take. <gasps> Your package is here. Bath and Body Works. Hell yeah. Where'd they, where'd they deliver it? Um, so I've, I've been living with Corey for like over a year now and literally <laughs> like a week ago, I finally took his mail key off of his keychain and put it in our little junk drawer here and I need to make a copy of it. And like, cause every single time this has been so annoying. Every time I get a package delivered to our mailbox, I have to like wait for him to come home and then I forget to ask him to like undo it or like unlock it and get it. And then I'm like, cause you know how you get all excited to like open a package as soon as it gets there. And, and then it's like, you can't do it. So I finally got smart and I took his key off his keychain and yeah. So I can't wait. I got, what sense did I get? I got like, um, winter. I got mahogany teakwood. Cause that's like my favorite, just general smell, like good smelling candle there. Um, twisted peppermint, like, a winter candy apple I think 
vanilla bean noel i don't know i also got a bunch of candles from trader joe's like i'm going ham with the candles right now and the light our place is kind of dark like we definitely need some more lamps in here but because of daylight savings it's like ah, guys last last week I was like do you remember when I was like I'm embracing it it's like fun to cozy up and like watch football when it's pitch black at 4 p.m like it, I just I'm trying to embrace embrace daylight savings and just kind of like ride it out and like be okay with it and it's like no I'm already just depressed <laughs> I'm just like I, I think I definitely have a love hate with this time of year. And what's been really annoying is San Diego basically rained up until July. Like, I feel like we had the end of the summer has been beautiful. So like October was beautiful. September, August, like that, that stretch was beautiful. But up until then it was like gray, super rainy. We had the most rain ever here. So I don't know. I feel I feel like we got gypped with the weather this year. And so now we're going into winter and I'm like, I just feel like the next six months are going to be rain, gloom, dark. Eh. Um, most people don't. I don't I feel like that's something you don't realize when you move to California, like especially if you live by the beach. So that's the other thing. The marine layer is like if you live inland, if you live in like East County, San Diego, like if you go, I don't know, 20 minutes inland, inland. <laughs> in east if you go a little bit east from the beach just not even that far it's like desert hot as fuck like the the clouds clear and it's hot and you see those bright clear days but if you live by the beach like I do it's like if the marine layer doesn't clear it's gloomy all day even though the rest of San Diego is super sunny and like 80 degrees so um and today was so weird so we had like one rainy day this week it was like was that Tuesday? I don't know. And it's been like nice ever since. And today I got really hot. It was like, at like noon, it was like pushing 80. And then all of a sudden it was like the, I don't even know what happened. It was like a dark cloud just like came over, came over the, our place here and like the whole town. And it was like misting. It was like a black cloud with just mist. It's kind of weird. I've never seen anything like it. Almost like it's kind of like what I've seen in Florida, but um, it just got really dark. And yeah, I don't know. Why am I talking about the weather? <laughs> um, okay, so wedding planning, wedding dress. Okay, blow people's minds. That might be the title of the podcast, the lesson of the day. Blow people's minds. Like... You know, yeah, just go above and beyond, especially in the beginning. Like, just I feel like that's what she did so well. I, I've I've never experienced this before, where you're like, damn, they really did all of that. And then she texts us all day long, like all these things she's doing, like on the side, like all the time, and it's just insane. I'm like, and I feel like I need a little bit more of her. So when I met her, I said that I was like, I feel like. And I've talked about this a lot on this podcast throughout this wedding planning process. Like I, by the way, are you enjoying the wedding planning saga? Like I, I'm, this is what's going on in my life right now. Like, okay, you want to know the truth? Um, it's same shit, different day. Like I don't, like okay, the truth is, um, yeah, life is kind of all this. It's the same, same old, same old, but I'm planning a wedding. Um, I'm 15 out of 10 sore right now. I've been working out super hard I've been like lifting super heavy I don't know like I'm doing like I'm not bulking but I'm like 
pushing the limit with my weights right now just for like the fuck of it um like I hacks what's it called so I've never done three plates before but I threw on and it was not it was air it was fucking air so I've been I usually hip thrust with two plates now I do three and then I add a fourth one which isn't that crazy but with the what's it called you do like are they like RDLs but you like put the it's like this machine no good mornings it's like you do a good morning instead of using a barbell use this like front squat machine thing anyways I always do like a plate or two like you know I never really push it past that and I threw on three plates and I just repped out like 10 a few sets of 10 I'm like I haven't I feel like after this Olympia after the Olympia watching my sister on the stage I'm like it's so impressive how built she is and and all the other people on the stage I'm like holy shit and I'm like I never test my whole thing is I go to the gym and I lift weights I don't do I used to be a cardio bunny I used to do all the yoga and all the Pilates all that shit I love lifting weights that's what I do so but I don't try to max out or see what my limits are ever like I always because I do bulk up like I do that's it that's the thing there's like chicks that are like, oh, lifting doesn't make you bulky, blah, 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 blah. And then their guts get blown out and they're, they have these like turtle shell stomachs because they're lifting so heavy and they're deadlifting like 600 pounds. And they, yeah, they've built all this muscle, but they're aesthetically like they're just puffed up and bulky. And I don't ever want to look like that. That's why I'm like waist, I'm like wearing the waist trainer, the weight belt, like keeping my shit tight in my core because I don't want, that's one thing about lifting. Like people say that kind of, it's, <laughs> If you've got my kind of a build, like I'm just naturally really muscular and I build muscle, like I can look at a weight and just gain muscle or build muscle. Um, you got to watch it. If you, especially if you want to look a certain way, like I like to look curvy and muscular, whatever, but, um, my quads, for example, like I have to avoid squats at all costs, like heavy squats. Cause they'll just blow up. And I, I don't like the look of that. I want the big ass, not the big quads. Okay, cool. Um, but anyways, I've been testing the limits with the weights. I'm 15 out of 10 sore. Why did I say that? Because I did Bulgarians for the first time, like five months, like heavy Bulgarians. And those, those fuck me up. Like anytime I do Bulgarians split squats, I'm like trash for a week. And I have like a foam roller. I have all these things out, a Theragun, like every like 30 minutes, I'm like rolling around trying to like loosen up. My back's all tight and sore. So basically life has been, uh, working out, working my job, um, walking the dogs, going to the beach planning the wedding buying shit on amazon um oh my god no this is the this i okay let me make it sound a little more sexy than that okay um the day in and day out's been the same old same old but you know what's not the same old same old football season bitch okay i there is nothing that warms my heart and tickles my fancy more than football season i swear to god i don't know why i use those terms football season is back and the seahawks are seven and three six and three um like I love how often football comes on the TV throughout the week. Thursday night. Wait, it's only like three nights. <laughs> it seems like it's more than that. Wait, no, there's wait, Thursday, Sunday, Monday. Um, but that anticipation, like last night, or no, it was Wednesday night. I'm like, ooh, Thursday night football's tomorrow. Who's playing? Okay, not very exciting teams, but um the Ravens beat the Bengals and Joe Burrow, I think, got hurt, but anyways like I love like oh it's Sunday and I realize football's on and then we, we like watch football or we go somewhere and watch football we're gonna go oh my god 
Eagles, Kansas City, Monday Night Football next week. Go Kansas City. Go Travis Kelsey. Go Taylor Swift. <laughs> like that game is the game of the fucking year. And also the Se- the 49ers Seattle game on, on Thanksgiving, actually. I'm more hyped for that because that's my team. But I love football. I love going to the bars and watching football with people. I love this time of year. I love the thing that we're not doing. And we had this conversation last night because we literally ate chicken and broccoli for dinner. And like, that's it. Nothing fun afterwards. And the thing we're not doing is like the fun football food. Because like nothing goes better with football than like pizza and like bad bar food and shit. And like chicken tenders and like, you know what I mean? Like just saying fuck it. Like we don't really say fuck it with the food. Um. We're, we're minimizing you know I will bring you in I'll, I'll bring you in not to make this about a, not to make this podcast health and wellness and fitness but um because I, I I have this something that's really like part of I have this like philosophy it's like a personal thing like a personal philosophy where I don't other other you can do whatever you want if that's you go do you I'm always saying that right but the second I make my entire personality and like personal brand and and everything I talk about and and teach here on the podcast whatever the second I like make something a thing and make it part of my identity it's like I have to be very careful about that because I can get obsessive and extreme and so anything health and fitness and diet I have I just here's my point my philosophy is like going to the gym eating clean throughout the week and having fun on the weekends having like whatever a couple fun dinners <laughs> desserts whatever like that's just life that's just normal that's just your that's like brushing your teeth I don't make it a thing like I'm eating clean right now I'm, I'm only I'm not eating carbs until the weekend like I'm not I'm not showing you like okay this is my meal prep and this is what I'm doing like other people do that that's fine you know I follow some influencers that are all all about that like I know I just know too much I've been around the industry. I've, I just know, I'm like, what am I saying? I don't like to put a lot of extra thought into it. Cause I think that's when it becomes for me obsessive and like unhealthy. Cause then I'll like, so right now what I'm trying to say is Corey and I are being like real strict during the week. Cause we're like, I don't know. I think that we have this subconscious thing where like, we just went to the Olympia. We were so impressed by all, all of these amazing bodies we saw. And we're like, we got to get our shit together. Also, we got to shred for the wed because the wed's next next September. And no, it's I think it's kind of fun, though. Like if you're if you live with someone, um, it's like not even hard. Like just make a couple little new r- little rules around like how you eat. If you want to like tighten things up and cut out the sh- for us, it's sugar. Like we'll randomly go get Froyo on a Tuesday. It's like we can just cut that out and, do, and we just do it one day a week on Saturday. That's that's the whole thing. We're really just trying to reduce our sugar intake. So um is this a run-on sentence? I feel like this podcast, I'm always so like shocked when I'm like, oh, that was one take and that was for an hour and a half. And oh my God, this person outside. I sound like they just puked. Um, Happy Friday. Yeah, does that make sense? Like I noticed like, and I used to do it like when I went vegan, I was like, I was showing the world, oh, I'm vegan. I was showing all my like fruit and shit. It became part of my identity and it's like, what I was really doing is just eating healthy. It was, I was eating in a certain way, a certain style, but then I like, obs- it was like obsessive compulsive. So, um, cause it's all about the body, right? And how I look and that shit. So it's all, contra- it all connects. So for me, it's just best to like, 
do my thing, eat how I normally, I mean, I literally pounded like 50 grams of protein worth of egg whites this morning. Is that a full carton? I don't know. Like I literally eat like bro meals every day, but I don't talk about it. I don't like show, it's not my, I don't make it part of like my, I don't know. I just think it's, there's more. I look at it like, okay, eating those egg whites is the same as like every day I have bad breath and I have to brush my teeth. It's like every day I have to fuel my body and, and feed my muscles. Okay, I eat protein in the form of like egg whites and shit. I don't need to go like take a picture and show the world. Like I have like, okay, why am I, now I feel like I'm spiraling about this. Like I have to over explain myself about my goddamn egg whites and my healthy eating, but you get the point. So, okay. I talked about the wedding, the wedding planning the wedding dress shopping. Okay. Um, football season. Yeah. Yeah. So I love this time of year, obviously. Um, yeah, it's great tonight. I think we're going to watch our first Christmas movie. So I had my second laser hair, laser hair removal appointment. What was that on Saturday last weekend? Now I'm going to just tell you everything because if you haven't had it before, if you've never done laser hair removal, maybe this would be interesting to learn about. So basically the, before I started laser hair removal, I had it in my head that you needed like some hair showing for them to like zap it. Like you didn't want to be fully shaved, but no, you have to go there fully shaved and I'm doing full body. So I have to shave my literal entire body and which is kind of annoying. <laughs> like, like you still have to shave. Um, and it doesn't happen overnight. Like you have to, I'm on my second session. I'm already noticing a little difference in the way it grows back, but it's going to probably take like 12. So anyways, you, I'm going to sev, um, not laser away. So at sev, I, I think it's the same everywhere, but, or pretty, pretty similar with the whole like shaving beforehand. You have to come in with like no lotion on, no makeup. If you're, they're doing your face, like completely clean, no deodorant and, it only takes like an hour, an hour and 15 sometimes. I think, yeah, my last appointment was like an hour. And it's like any other appointment. You like walk in, you check in, you walk into the room. There's like a hospital looking bed with like paper on it, like white paper, kind of like you're going, yeah, like you're going to the doctor. And they start with your face. And obviously I'm doing my mustache. She's doing like the rogue hairs around my eyebrows, my unibrow like under my chin, just random places. But last time she did my whole face for the first, like the first time she didn't, and I had the same girl, the first time she didn't do my whole face. Cause you know how you have like peach fuzz. She, she was doing all my cheeks, my like jawline, everything. And my forehead, like I was kind of like, okay. Um, so I need to look into that. Cause I don't know. I feel like I've heard there's like different schools of thought about hair on the face, but I don't know if it would be good to not have any hair like if I was completely like shiny like a naked like um because it has a certain look to it it might be nice when I put on like moisturizer if it was like completely slicked with no fuzzy like peach fuzz little baby hairs I need to look into it I don't know like because does that hair follicle do something like I, I feel like for me the hair follicle gets like clogged and irritated and that's and I break out from that especially if I dermaplane so I'm kind of thinking like okay if I don't have any hair on my face then I won't break out as bad from obviously dermaplaning or I won't have to dermaplane 
and then then she said like this makes your pores shrink I don't know I need to look into it there's obviously so many benefits to laser laser on the face which I want to do in addition to the laser hair removal but I don't know if I should remove all I need to like talk to or like (laughs) I need to get another opinion from like a dermatologist on this so she starts with the face and then she does my arms and I'm just in my bra at this point like I'm not fully I mean eventually you fully strip but like you don't walk in and just get naked if you're doing full body um and then she draws so she has these like white I think it's white eyeliner and she draws this grid all over your arm legs stomach back everything and she so she can track like where she's been and they just beep it like beep 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 you've probably seen videos like you know how they do it I don't know why I'm breaking this down but um I think I talked about like last week or the week before about how when they do your Brazilian it's like it's like very you're like (laughs) I'm like working all the angles I'm making sure like I'm moving in all the right positions so she gets everything because I'm like I don't I'm just like at that point you just don't give a fuck because you're like I want this hair out of here so you really have to like shift around and lift your legs like spread open and like all that but it doesn't hurt um the first time it hurt really bad because I was like oh I'll be a champ and see how like I basically had her crank it up to like the max or as close as the ma- to the max as possible but this time just because I wanted to see what my t- pain tolerance t- tolerance was but this time I think she went a little like medium high not all the way high so she could do everything without having to change it every two seconds because the first time I would like I would like jolt and like scream and she'd have to like turn it down so one thing I will say is okay yeah it's so worth it like if I don't have to shave my legs and do any of that ever again like fuck yeah (laughs) that's so worth it to me that's why I'm doing it it'll literally save me so much money and time like I dread shaving like I have to shave so often and because I have dark hair especially on my legs like the back of my thighs I'm like they it literally grows in a circle like I don't even know how to shave the back of my thighs and I wish I never like some people I notice like have peach fuzzy like blonde hair on their thighs but like dark hair on their I don't know and I'm like I don't think they ever shave their thighs and I think if I never did that's probably what it would look like and anyways I'm like regretting I can't whatever so it's been two sessions one thing I'll say is that it is already working and it's so satisfying to like because you're not supposed to shave after you can't shave for seven days after your appointment and that's like the best thing ever I'm like oh an excuse not to shave cool um but you know like this it took it's literally been okay it's Friday it's been a week I barely have stubble on my like lower legs like my calf which is usually where it's like the hairiest there's barely any stubble so it's so satisfying after two appointments it's like already growing back like super slow and it's also like patchy like you can see there's like hair that's not growing back in certain places like I don't know it's worth it I can't recommend it enough um it's I'll just I'll just throw it out it's 550 a session um for full body at, at Sev which I don't think is that bad like if you get Botox or if you get other stuff done to your face on a consistent basis like that's actually not that bad because like Botox and filler and all that stuff can it can run up to like thousands of dollars and I know you have to go like every so I'm going every four weeks until it's gone so that's just something to keep in mind like it's you you have to kind of commit for like a year but um okay moving on I'm trying to see if I have 
any other updates so there's a woman let me pull it up here we're gonna go into the tiktok react section now um what an award-winning transition that was sorry i'm like uh, am i blowing your mind are you just so is this just is this podcast really doing it for you i don't know it's doing it for me um Cool. So this woman's mining, she's mining under her suburban home. And I'm going to play this video because this is insane. Um, let me Google. Is this like a news headline? Hold on. Woman mining under home. I don't know if you've seen this. It's, it, it's like creepy. So it's like totally illegal too. News. Okay, TikTok's Tunnel Girl, that's what she calls herself, shares why she's building a shelter under her house. I mean, she's got like a full like mining cart and she's doing this all by herself and she's wearing like, is she wearing a dress most of the time? Like, I wish she could see the, just, hold on, let me play it. It's just been over a year since I started building my underground tunnel system. This is a one year recap. In August of 22, I cut an opening off the side of the sub-basement and started to carve into the solid rock. Fabricated an elevator to lift material. 1,000 pounds at a time. As the entrance tunnel stretched longer and deeper, I bought an electric yard cart and converted it into a mine cart. I used hundreds of concrete blocks and yards of hand-mixed concrete for the 30-foot entrance tunnel. As it got deeper underground, I ran into a lot of groundwater and a spring which made work harder and required constant pumping. Eventually, I set up a sump basin and a pump which is keeping the system dry. set up a blower and air duct for ventilation. The main chamber is 22 feet below ground and I set up rebar lattice work. She set up fucking rebar. Or concrete. Okay, I like, <laughs> this kind of goes on a little too long for this podcast because I'm like, okay. Like, I think her reasoning was I got bored. Like, that's why she's doing it. And the level of like, detail and the fact she has like the uh, she's using like the like the equipment she's using and the fact she it's like all like (laughs) what like miners use and she built this like pulley system with this giant it's like a she dumps she basically okay she has this tool that like mines the stuff what is it the rock from under her house like a like a jackhammer thing she's like removing the rock and she's like in a cave so this thing could collapse like she's not she says it's like solid and, and it's fine and she might put reinforcements but there's no moisture so it's like it's safe or something like that I don't know she wears a hard hat so she, <laughs> she's fine she like chips it all away and then takes those rocks and then puts there's like piles piles of them under her house 
she's like excavated this big like room down there already and she's like continuing it she like built a tunnel like a walk-in tunnel to this room if that makes sense so I'm trying to like paint a picture it's like if you it's like a hallway and then you go into the hall end of the hallway and it's like this cave this little like I don't know 10 foot maybe it's bigger than that cave um all rock so she takes those rocks after she chips them away and like puts them on this little like she piles them up and then puts them she like throws them through the window this little window (laughs) in her basement and then she has this pulley system to remove the rocks and that's when she mentioned the thousand pounds the thousand pound like elevator thing like the fact she has she's like welding she's like plastering what is what is it called she's like laying brick and like putting like making like walls and shit down there I'm like and she's by herself doing this I'm so confused I she must be like an engineer um I don't know her background here I'm gonna read this article on it's on um NBC News okay this is decent okay this woman is building a tunnel under her house and documenting it TikTok's use TikTok users have questions her name's Kala okay uh, she said she decided to build a shelter to challenge herself it's just eerie and creepy and she sounds very like robotic you know when she talks um I'm trying not to judge the personality type and just the whole look and feel like she's wearing red lipstick she's like kind of she's got this like 50s pinup vibe um but yet she's mining and she's like wearing a hard hat and she's like (laughs) illegally digging and building tunnels under her house um maybe it is legal I don't know so anyways but okay what I'm saying is it's pretty amazing like I have to give her credit like that's incredible like what she's been able to do on her own um okay so Kala 37 became known as TikTok's tunnel girl after she started documenting her journey of excavating below her house in October 2022 so she's been doing this for a year um the underground tunnel is intended to be a storm shelter though she said she primarily took on the project to challenge herself she enjoys working on ambitious home improvement projects and previously constructed a four-story addition to the back of her house. I feel like she's got, this is like her, um, like her thing. She's likes building shit. Kala, who requested that her full name and location not be used due to, to safety concerns, said she started to think last year about adding an additional secure space to her home, which she owns underneath the existing basement. So it's going under the basement. Wow. I wouldn't say doomsday bunker because I'm not really a prepper or concerned about that kind of thing at all, but I just thought it would be neat to have a little protective shelter area, Kala said in an interview. And so I started working, working on that. And also it's a challenge I've, and I love, I live for challenges. It keeps me preoccupied. It keeps me preoccupied and keeps me entertained. Um, yeah she's been the latest person to captivate the internet Kala researched okay this is interesting Kala researched the project by studying FEMA's 453 guidelines as well as civil engineering a civil engineering handbook called Ross rock mass classification I swear to god like she literally (laughs) went to the library the local library pulled out a book on mining that's like 400 pages long read the whole thing and just went to town and just started and just started digging like (laughs) that's the kind of 
that's what I'm getting like found a book in the library that she became obsessed with and like had to do it herself um it's so impressive like the cinder blocks the okay not only like the cinder blocks that she had stacked up and like like what do you call it she did the brick layering with the stuff in between um there's like metal sheets she welded for like um and like there's electrical cords running in and out there's like electrical boxes there's plumbing she like made this little well to collect water and she added a she like put a pump in there like how the like where is she I mean it's incredible (laughs) she said I wouldn't say that I'm concerned about safety or structural ability for the most part 99.9 percent of everything has gone according to plan and according to my engineering there have been a few very few very minor mishaps she's the type of person I I would trust in my life like with um, I don't know if I should say that. Like, um, she does, she's not going to fuck this up. She's not getting crushed. You know what I'm saying? Like she is like everything she does is per- like to perfection. I just know that. Like, I just get that feeling from watching this video. Like she's so on her game with this. Like she's not putting herself in harm's way. She's, she knows exactly what she's doing. She's taking her time. She's I mean, she's doing all the right things like with the well and, and pumping the water out. So like she it doesn't like because if moisture gets in there and the rocks get wet, I guess that's how things crumble and crush. And like, I don't know. Yeah. So I just thought that was interesting. It's kind of like one of those fun TikToks I popped <laughs> that popped up on my for you page. Um, it's just crazy. So go follow her if you want to watch this at Kala, K-A-L-A, Kayla. Why am I saying Kala? Kayla, Kala on TikTok. Um, Her bio is, there has to be a better way. Um, Okay. Okay, this came up. This is not the video I want to show you, the next one. But um, there's this video of, I have this love. Okay. Something about me and my, like, internet consumption habits or whatever is like I like all the OG YouTubers like I have this like they have a special place in my heart like so Trisha Paytas for example like I have been following and watching her for like a decade or more I don't even as long as she's been on the internet and she like she's like I, I like put her Shane Dawson um I don't really follow him anymore but like he had a there was like a point there was a moment on YouTube with Shane Dawson where I was like everything he posts is gold and I'm like obsessed with watching it and I just I just love their personalities it kind of reminds me of like not to lump an Ethan Klein but like they have this they're like teddy bears they're like internet teddy bears because they're like they have all these mood mental health things you know like the rest of us, but they, you know, theirs seem more extreme and they talk about it and they're, they post a, a lot about how they struggle with it and all that. But, and then they, and the things they do to cope and blah, blah, blah. And they're kind of like emotionally all over the place and their videos reflect that with what they do. And, um, it's not like you're watching a champion athlete, you know, like live their day. You're watching someone who's kind of a fucking mess, um, eat a bunch of, chicken wings from <laughs> buffalo wild wings as like an internet challenge with their friend and they're filming it like that kind of random shit 
Um, or like vlogs going through the McDonald's drive through and you're wearing a McDonald's uniform like Trisha Trisha does. Like she dresses up as like like is it called cosplaying? She like cosplays um fast food workers and it's like so interesting. I don't know. I like I said, they're like internet teddy bears, like they're just such interesting personalities and people and they don't try too hard as a whole thing. Like they're not your picture perfect influencer. They're like rough around the edges a little bit they're a little yeah you know they're more real like that and just um I don't know so Trisha I found this video of it's like if you like her okay it's like if you I feel like these are these are the kinds of people that like you either hate or love like Jeffree Star I I always throw him in there too like Jeffree Star is like another one I'm just like everything he does I'm obsessed like I love Jeffree Star. He can do no wrong. Like, um, but Trisha's kind of turned around recently once she had her baby. And I just love like this. I love, I, you could just tell how much like having her daughter, like lights her up and just her whole energy has changed. And she has like this beautiful expression about her now that wasn't there when she didn't have a kid. And it's just like, wow, like it's some like I feel like sometimes people have a they have a baby and it's like you can see like this is what they're here to do they're supposed to be a mom like they're they're this is what they're meant for um it's just how they I don't know it's like this energy coming off of them they're beaming all the time and and Trisha like completely I feel like because she's been a train wreck on the internet for years and years and years like all over the place and that's just been her brand but recently it's like damn um, it's really cool to see. So I saw this back to the video. I saw someone, I didn't, I've never seen this, but Trisha did a, a music video replica parody, whatever you want to call it to Zac Efron, um, um, Zac Efron in high school musical bet on it. The song he did bet on it. And this person on TikTok like held up Trisha's video with the Zac Efron high school musical version in the background. And I feel like you have to watch it to like get it. But, um, and I, I probably can't play this song, but it's all I'm going to say is try to like, look this up. It's like the, I have never laughed so hard. It's just like the way she copies every single dance move expression, even how they shot it. Like they shot it exactly how the music video was for high school musical. I don't know. I like a lot of, I feel like a lot of the stuff I like, so like, it's like, um, here's something else that's really true. All right. There are two different types of people in this world. There's the type of people who think dirty is dirty. And there's the type of person who thinks clutter is dirty. For example, a person who thinks dirty is dirty, like their first priority is cleaning the bathroom, cleaning the toilet, mopping the floors, wiping down the counters, doing the dishes, um all that kind of stuff like actual dirty things being dirty is dirty the second type of person in this world is clutter is dirty like things can be dirty but the thing that drives them crazy is not the dirty dirty it's the clutter is dirty it's the stuff on the counters it's the unorganized you know pile of shoes by the door it's the you know couple of you know pile of clothes that might be in the bedroom um you know like clutter is dirty and i swear to you they marry each other they marry each other every single time <laughs> okay so i was thinking about this because i'm both for sure 
But if I had to split myself between the two, I would say clutter is dirty. Like I could, I, I can't handle either of it. Shit. I can't handle, I can't handle dishes in the sink. Um, any more that I can't handle that any more than I can't handle a bunch of like random shit on the dining room table or like on the bed like it's all the same to me it's all dirty like I have to like when I clean it's I do okay and Corey let me just lump this in lump him in because she's like they marry each other and I think that's true like what is he because he's like I feel like he's like dirty is dirty um he gets grossed out faster than I do with stuff. I'm not as like, I'm not, he's not a germaphobe, but like he has quirks with like wet towels. That's always a thing. Or like the second the laundry's done in the washer, if it doesn't go in the dryer immediately, he assumes it's mold. It's moldy. Like, I just know that you can chill for, like, 30 minutes. Like, you don't have to immediately put it in the dryer. But, like, he has, like, certain things where he's, like, a little OCD with it like that. So, I think he thinks dirty is dirty. Clutter? Okay, yeah, this is how I know. Clutter to him is not dirty because, like, he's chill with, like, the slippers in the middle of the the door going to the bedroom. Like, the one slipper there and the other one, like, in the kitchen and then, like, a pile of, like pants that are just like stripped off on the ground that he wore from the day before and like I feel like guys just like leave a trail of breadcrumbs around and they don't notice it like that's the first so I think clutter is dirty and I think he thinks dirty is dirty yeah I think that's what it is um (laughs) yesterday I'll just tell a story for fun yesterday I had like um went we went to the gym and then I had an appointment at nine with my therapist to get a prescription refill and I didn't want to miss it. I was like, I, I don't want to miss this. And I was cutting close, cutting close on time and I had to take Jimmy out to go to the bathroom and he was taking forever to shit. And I literally had like two minutes to spare. And I'm like, I've got this shit bag in my hand and I'm like, you know, I don't have enough time to like go to the dumpster with it. I'm too far away. And I need to get to my appointment and turn on my laptop and get it all set up and like log in and blah, blah, blah. And I was like panicking and I was like freaking out because I'm like, I don't want to miss this appointment. And <laughs> like I walked in the door as he was leaving to work because he had to go like he was cutting it. He had to he was running late. I was running late. It was one of those things. He sees the shit bag in my hand, go through the threshold of our door and freaks the fuck out on me not knowing like, OK, this might be gross to you. Like it's gross to me, too. Like I it wasn't ideal. I was going to put it in the garbage in our kitchen. Ugh, that's gross. It's within a contained environment. The shit, the shit bag. And by the way, it's, it's Jimmy's shit smelling good because we switched to the farmer's dog and they're like a fourth of the size they used to be. And they don't smell at all. Like when you feed your dog, like healthy, like human grade, good food, it's amazing. I'm like in shock of how less they shit and just how it smells so much better so it's barely anything it's in a smelly bag like the bag has like a powder fresh scent or whatever I was gonna put it in the garbage do my appointment it was gonna take like 10 minutes take that bag and throw out throw it out in the dumpster like I had a plan but he freaked out on me and I I felt bad and he didn't like freak out on me but like he sees that and like he's like oh that's disgusting that can't be in the house how could you bring dog shit in the house like meanwhile Louie took a dump on the carpet that morning or something (laughs) 
<laughs> and uh, it's like no big deal to p- pick that up and I don't know we li- we live in a barn it's crazy like dogs will be dogs you know um it's crazy if we don't wake up like within a certain time frame Louie will just say fuck you I'm taking a shit right here and um, that's why I have a Bissell carpet cleaner and really good baking soda um cool so that was the next TikTok um okay my latest obsession let me just kind of recap it before I show you the video there's this guy on TikTok he calls himself a stay-at-home dad that's his bio stay-at-home dad he lives in Florida he has three kids now they just had a baby like a week ago his name's Joey and I'm obsessed with his videos I am obsessed with his he is documenting the ins and outs of what he does every day around the house the cleaning the cooking the shopping the errands he runs for his wife who's who was pregnant now she just had a baby now errands for the newborn and like it is a fucking shit show in the best way like I feel like here's the thing I'm not okay he's a stay-at-home dad his him and his wife I think have been home or been together for like 10 years she works in a hospital they he decided or they decided for him to stay home because it costs too much to like childcare is too expensive and so it's and most a lot of people are doing this now because childcare is just out of it's out of control expensive now um so some people are like well I guess we'll just have one of the parents stay home and take care of the kids so that's what they're doing and it's just chaos and I feel like the thing is is you can't see the house while I'm playing the video I'll play it in a sec but like he or is it better to play the video and then recap it after okay the house is just so everyone has been in their house it's like no frills just kind of like they got the it's just like it's very like this is most Americans you know like it's not to say that a house I don't want to be like judgy but like it's just like clutter and shit everywhere like I mean I guess when you have kids there's like kids like piles of kids clothes building up and like toys everywhere and shit on the dining room table and like the couches are all fucked up and there's like dishes in the sink stacked to the roof and like you know things get a little messy and chaotic but the best the most satisfying thing about watching his videos and this is why I'm so obsessed is he'll take you through the take you through the day and the cleaning process and he makes it immaculate like he'll be like okay my wife's gonna be home in 45 minutes I'm gonna set the timer time to clean the house he'll take out the garbage he'll do the dishes he'll do all the laundry he'll clean all the clutter up he'll I love when he like sprays shit down he's got this like you know disinfectant spray um and just the way he talks I don't know let me play the video I don't know if you've seen this guy I'm just like last night I watched like six of his videos in a row and I was like and he was cleaning out their shed outside just like just very refreshing to see I know a lot of people post like relatable like real life family stuff on TikTok but it's not aesthetically pleasing it's like and that's so guys I talked about it last week I'm like I think I'm my mind or my eyes are starting to roll I'm starting yeah what what's the word it's like the nice aesthetic looking stuff is like I'm having a physical reaction to it or it makes me want to throw my phone against the wall and I'm like I just want to like 
grab people's throats that are posting this kind of perfect content and I just want to be like stop it like this just stop it like I saw this video and this family was like I don't it was like a random thing that popped up because it's Christmas time this family was in London and they were doing all of the like traditional London Christmas time or holiday festivities like walking around the mall and shit I don't even know going to the just like walking around and the wife is dressed all like traditionally and like what's the word like classic and like her hair there's this new thing oh my god the latest obsession is a slight wave to the hair a mushroom brown tone like you've gotten your hair highlighted and toned so it's like not blonde and it's not brown but it's like this mushroom tone you're in very basic like a basic sweater and and really like structured jeans and like a a ballet flat and you're like oh yeah the hair you've got a little half up half down situation going on with a bow tying the hair back and the picture is like you just like holding a cup of coffee and then you see the silt like the waterfall cascading hair in the back with the bow it's just like this thing I feel like I follow this girl I don't want to call her out because I actually like what she posts I think she's very relatable very real like very like normal like cool but it's like I don't know it's like there's a tinge of what she posts I'm just like cut it out like just stop trying to make it look like that like everyone else anyways this family in London Corey's calling me this family in London I'm like they're not even living in the moment it's all about making this aesthetic and pretty and blah, blah, blah. you guys have heard this conversation a million times I'm gonna answer the phone Corey's gonna go on speaker hold on <gasps> Hi, dear. You're on the podcast. Oh, I'm so sorry to call. How are you? I'm I'm good. I'm like almost done. I'm gonna play the video of the stay-at-home dad and call it a call it a day. Call it a day. Oh, okay. What well, are you I'm just heading home and ready for the weekend? Let's go party. Sure. Um. <laughs> yeah. Are we gonna watch a Christmas movie? Yeah. Let's do it. And do nothing tonight. No, that's fine. Sure. We I mean, should do something. With- yeah, I know. That's what I'd like to. Um. What? Okay. When are you going with? When are you going tomorrow? I'm going at one to the. At one. Oh, to okay. the Chris or not the Christmas to the wedding dress place. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So you're gonna pick her up before, obviously. Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. Uh. Yeah. So. Uh, What's your take on this stay-at-home dad? Do you want to say anything before I play the video? Just watch. I mean, he seems like a, just a real patient man. Good guy. Real good guy. Um, but, you know, it's something I don't know if I could do, but I'll tell you, he's a good good guy, and we need him. <laughs> we need him. We need four stay-at-home dads. I'm not the best at it. You're a good dad. I'd be a great dad, but I, I feel like I uh, to stay at home 24-7 would be tough. I, I'd need to be at the office and working. Yeah. Um, he actually wanted to be a professional professional bowler. Bowler, yeah, I remember. Or a stay-at-home dad, and so this is he ended up being a stay-at-home dad. So those were his <laughs> dream jobs, actually. <laughs> I know. What's his wife do? Is she like a neurosurgeon? No, she works in a hospital. Ah, figured. Yeah. So good healthcare. Probably. The healthcare system. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So tonight. Yeah. What do you want for din? 
you read my mind. Or we wait, or we wait until Saturday. Hmm. You could go out. I don't know. Let's think about it. Okay. We need to get soybean a toy for his birthday. Yeah, we do. We can get that at CVS. I know, and I need to go there. So maybe we'll we go, when you get home, we go to CVS and get the toy, and I'll get my medication. All right. Um, good. Cool. Well, good. well, I'll be home in about 25 minutes. Beautiful. See you soon. All right. See you soon. Love you. Love you too. Bye. Bye. Um, it's so funny to, okay, when I played, did I play the video yet? I'm like, so like, I haven't, it's been like 10 minutes of me setting this up and you guys haven't even seen the video of this man. Okay. But I'll say this, like when I showed Corey the videos to watching his face, watch this man do all of this work around the house and like help his wife out. I mean, he, it was like his face went cold, like not cold. Like he was just so like locked in and I was looking at him and he was just like, it, it, he, it was like he was speechless he was like holy shit because I mean he is I think what Corey said he's like he's like the most patient guy he just does it all and never and it has the best attitude about it so here I'll play it because um I don't want to do this one. my wife is three days postpartum and she was craving green beans no I don't want to play that one let me get the one that I first watched Um. Yo, my pregnant wife is off work today and still sleeping, so I want to make sure this house is nice and spotless for when she wakes up. All right, it's 8.36. Let's see how fast I can clean all this mess. She's so mean. Oh, he's just going to, like, do it with a, a sound in the background. Let me do it when he narrates it. Um, I've watched, like, every video. They literally just eat processed food. I'm such a Nazi without oh, I can oh shit can I even say that it, I didn't that's just like a that just rolled off the tongue like I'm such a like when I see this kind of thing it's it bothers me a lot where I'm just like I have like zero tolerance for like the Lunchables and the Oreos and the chips and the literally all they eat is processed food they buy like White Castle burgers and Texas toast shit and and French toast sticks and just frozen pizzas and it's just like everything they feed their kids and like oh dino nuggets and like um yeah it's cr like muffins and cookies and just I never see anything unprocessed it's like insane so when I see it I'm like I have zero I, I, I'm like how in 2023 I get it like they're they have kids and they're a family they're on a budget like I know like that's probably more affordable and convenient because he's got like he's short on time with certain things like he's got to feed his kids like I get it but like with the knowledge and like I feel like how do people still pull this stuff off the shelf with the kind I mean maybe they don't know I mean that's probably most people they just don't know that it's jacking up your your body with so much bs and it's causing I don't know like like health issues and mental issues and it's probably why your kids are screaming if they're you know and acting crazy when they you know are out in public with you or whatever it's it affects I feel like yeah the, the food especially oh yeah the lucky charms every morning they do like lucky charms french toast sticks uh tricks yogurt which is like all sugar 
and like a cup of milk and I'm like that's their fucking breakfast I mean I I grew up eating something along those lines maybe like Cheerios instead of um Lucky Charms but I don't know I get like super it's hard to not be judgy when I watch this where I'm like damn that's crazy that's what they eat um and I noticed like in the comments because I'm always like looking through the comments to see if anyone's like calling that out and like no one does so I'm like okay okay where's the I literally still haven't showed you the video okay I'm gonna find it I'm gonna stay at home dad I'm gonna show you what my Monday mornings are like with a two-year-old first things first we got to get the trash out of the garbage people are about to be here my pregnant wife is at work and I have a five-year-old in kindergarten right now I'm gonna make my two-year-old some french toast okay so while the food's going down let's change her get her fresh here honey there you go baby a little hot usually while she's eating I'm in here getting dressed like why are people doing this I'm not one of these stay-at-home parents that has, like, a calendar of, like, what we're doing each day. Just wake up and go with the flow. We live in the moment. So I've been a stay-at-home dad for over two years. I used to work in retail and sales, and honestly, this is the most rewarding, fulfilling thing I've ever done. You good? So I do all of the laundry, most all of the cooking. I do the cleaning. You know, most stay-at-home mom stuff. So when I was working, my paychecks wouldn't even have covered the cost of daycare for a three-year-old and a newborn, which was a major contributing factor of why I became a stay-at-home dad. Just like most stay-at-home moms, right? My wife was in school and she was trying to grow her career. She was like, uh, I don't want to be a stay-at-home mom. And I was like, uh, I want to be a stay-at-home dad. So that's how it happened. It works for us and we're happy. Isn't that all that matters? Why is there always stuff in the dryer too? Did you give your breakfast to him? My wife and I have been together for over 13 years. I was 21, she was 18. She asked for my number in case she needed directions. Y'all, this was in 2010. We didn't have no like phones with the GPS. This is yours, not Hugo. When we met, I was collecting unemployment and she was about to start ultrasound school. I was a winner, totally. Funny thing is, when I met her parents for the first couple times, they were like, oh, what do you want to do? Like, what do you want to be? I was like, yeah, I want to be a professional bowler and a stay-at-home dad. And guess what? One of them actually happened. <laughs> to make a long story short, I pretty much moved all my stuff into her apartment and we did everything backwards. I moved in with her right away and we've always shared money and so it was great. By the time we got married, there was no surprises. We had lived with each other several times in different apartments. You good? There was times where I was the only one making money while she was either in school or I was making more money than her in certain jobs. This is probably the most unorganized story time today you've ever heard. Got married May of 2015. You good? Our first child, Eliana, was born in February of 2018. Completely changed on how I looked at everything. I was working a sales job when she was born, which required some traveling. And the thought of leaving a newborn baby to go work was like the worst feeling in the world. So it was then where I realized that like money and career stuff for me just wasn't important. Being at home with my family and helping take care of my kids was my priority. I get it. Oh, well, you need to go out and make money to be able to support your family. And but that's just not me. I'm not wired like that. Needless to say, I was fired from that job, and it was like the greatest feeling in the world. I took a huge pay cut and worked a job where I knew exactly what my hours were. I knew exactly when I would be home. Shout out to Costco. Then our second was born March of 2022. Jesus, 2021. 
this point, I was clocking in at Costco at like three or four o'clock. I can totally see him working at Costco. Oh my gosh. A week at like two, three o'clock in the morning. And with a baby, I was getting like two, three hours of sleep at night. And it just took a toll on me. It was a lot. I was at Costco for almost four years. And when Ariana was about six months old, we decided to relocate and move back to where we originally met, which is great. It's where all our friends are with kids. We still live within an hour of all of our family. We sold our house, made a pretty good amount of money on the house. Actually moved further away from my job. I was having to wake up even earlier. A month or so after relocating, I became a stay-at-home parent. But back in November of 2022, I was scrolling TikTok and I was like, where's all the stay-at-home dad stuff? My entire For You page was stay-at-home mom stuff. My wife Sam was like, why don't you make a day in the life of what it's like being a stay-at-home dad? And I thought that was a horrible idea. Was so much filming, so much editing. It was a, basically a four-part series. One of the videos went viral. And after like a week or two, I had like 20,000 followers. It was crazy. All right, it's been 58 minutes. Let's start the day. I'm a stay-at-home dad. Okay, there you go. That's Joey Fu. F-O-O, Joey F-O-O Fu on TikTok. My latest obsession. I don't know. I like see every now and then I come across videos and I'm just like, oh, it feels good to watch this. <laughs> and he's one of those guys. I don't know. Um, it's like, it's crazy. There was a time where I didn't have TikTok for like a long time. I had it during 2020, like all of 2020. I think I deleted it in like 2021 to like 2022. And I got it again. And I don't know. Um, it's definitely a time suck, but also like so entertaining. Like I can't not watch the TikTok video. Like it's just, it's just a window into other people's lives, like every other part of the internet. But I feel like it's the most like raw version. Um, cause obviously Instagram is just not, it's just not cut out for imperfection. Like, uh, like TikTok is, um, yeah, I mentioned, I think, I don't know how many podcasts go, but about this topic I want to dive into called things that are out on social media. And all I want to say is this, I have, I don't know why, like it is what it is. Like I'm, I'm a very like, I'm such a glass half full person, like very optimistic, positive, nice. Like, I don't think I'm in, you don't, you never meet me. And you're like, damn, she's, wow. She's a she's a royal bee but like I feel like I scan my horizons around me in this world and I just have like really harsh opinions and I have judgments and I just feel like I don't know there's probably a reason for that and I don't really know exactly why but like I just see people doing things that are so annoying <laughs> and maybe I like and I always self I, I always do a self-check like am I annoying like am I doing those things um I have areas I can work on like I noticed yeah like on this on this podcast it's kind of become me complaining and bitching a lot and I don't necessarily want to bring that kind of energy to the internet but I listen to Bill Burr and he does that the entire fucking time he podcasts and it's so entertaining so like there's a lot of people that it's you you learn through listening to how other people's minds work or yeah if everyone expressed themselves in the same way if everyone was a positive little happy little bunny on their podcast um I don't that doesn't reflect reality in the world we live in like 
it, it's so the world is so dy- dynamic people are so dynamic and different and my personal brand is yeah I'm like a little curmudgeon little negative Nancy sometimes who just has all these harsh opinions on the world what I'm getting to is I have all these thoughts about social media and I want to do a series about things that are out because my take is that right now or something that I'm trying to like wrap my head around and, and work out is like social media the internet posting yourself on your profile posting to your story your snapchat whatever it's been around long enough now where things have cycled through enough where certain things have cycled through and through and and they've had a full cycle to the point where anytime you see it now it's so like annoying and like cringy and like just like it's like you want to tell that person like okay it's time to evolve like eventually you have to it's the whole like people on a journey thing I I, I have so many opinions on it like I think your journeys need to be private <laughs> like, if you're on a journey shut just keep it talk to your friends and your therapist about it like because it's not like that's just one of the many opinions I have like 30 year olds or 30 plus year olds who are full-on millennial adult especially like influencers who still that that talk and act and post like Gen Z if they even write like BB or only do low low caps and write like BB thanks BB and and they're like 34 I'm like you should be a mom right now. You should be like, I have this opinion. Like I have a very like traditional mindset. Like you, what are you doing? You're like in a club in Vegas and you're in like me with my BB girls or like, or like mommy or whatever. I don't fucking know what they post. It's just like, I swear, like and I get it. It's like Peter Pan syndrome and fucking Southern, Cal- Southern California. Like it's chronic. And like people just, I mean, who's to say that, you know, you're supposed to grow up and, and evolve past that. Like live your life, whatever. But I don't, it's just like, sometimes I see how people post and I have this opinion too on like just like styles of like the way people write things and like their verbiage and their like yeah the language they use and um I follow this one person where I'm about to just do a (sighs) full-on is this this is kind of sick like I I think I'm just here's what it is if 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 you disagree with me even going in and diving into this right now, here's what it is. Everyone's got a thing they're curious about in this world. Like you could be curious about horses or like, you know, how um, clothes are made or dogs or whatever. I think my thing and what makes me tick is human psychology and why people are the way they are. I'm really fascinated by that. And I think that's why I I make all these judgments. I have all these opinions and and I, I have all these, and I do this little like, thought exercise with myself it's because that's what lights me up and I'm just yeah I'm really fascinated by why people are the way they are because it's just to me I'm like and I and I think there's the root of that is I've witnessed people in my life get in their own way including myself. I've done it to me. I've, but I've evolved past it. Like, here's what I'm all about. I'm all about not being the same person you were yesterday and the day before. I'm, I'm, I'm all about, or like last year. Okay. I'll give you, you, you have some time, like every year you should evolve. Okay. It doesn't have to be like every day you have to be a new person, but 
Um, I think it's really interesting how my take is that people get in their own way and shoot themselves in the foot their whole life and they never evolve past their problems and they never face them head on and they never really address them and get to the root of them. And so then they just live in this chaotic cesspool of like, they're emotionally unstable. They're highly reactive. They're not, um, their, their egos are ruling their lives. And I don't know. I, I just feel like that's the secret to life is, is figuring all, all of that out. You know, for example, I'll, I'll hold myself accountable right now. I'm around all these really excited, um, like my wedding planner, Corey's mom, for example, like, um, my friends people around me like I'm all I'm around all these people that are like energizer bunnies about this wedding and they're just like so like like excited they have this excitement this energy and they're like ah you know and they're like oh my god it's like that and they're just like they have so much like light and life about it and I don't know there's something about me where I'm just like am I I'm just that is just not me I'm like I'm more low-key laid back yes I'm excited about it all but like I don't have this little like fire in my belly that's like the same I don't know I feel like I can't match people like my um wedding planner her energy about it is like oh isn't that how the bride should be you know and then I'm like hard on myself I'm like why don't I feel like this in my like I'm I want to get married all those things are like not even a question it's just the whole planning of it all and like why can't I just be like a positive little poly pocket who's like oh my god like I can't wait to pick it up like I get overwhelmed by it and I shut down and I'm just like it's too much and I wonder why I'm that way and so here's an example like I I feel like I have um I'm I'm balanced my the chapter of my life right now or the course I'm in right now or the trajectory whatever the the chap not that not to say era um I feel like I'm going through a life change where I'm no longer just me myself and I with my little life and you know just having to worry about me once you live with someone once you decide to marry someone and and live a life with them and and everything like life gets busy when you have other things going on and I think a lot of people are good at this because they have 50 million friends and they're social and they do all they do shit all the time and you know, I'm working on that area of my life and it's a slow burning process. Let me tell you that it's happening. It's just not like as I feel like I have this picture in my head that I should have like 52 girlfriends. I should be having like outings with them every single weekend. You know, I I'm really hard on myself about that. That's not realistic. But anyways, um, I don't, I think what I'm going through right now is like feeling stressed out stressed out by how full my plate is when it's pretty normal and pretty like what I have going on is pretty normal like I'm no rock star I have a pretty easy going life um but what's crazy is I have there's all these little things like I have this sticky note right now there's like all of these little details like random little things that I need to plan and make happen and, and pick out and do and it's just like holy shit my life wasn't like this before, not even a year or so ago. Um, so that's kind of what I'm going through right now. But I want to get, here's what I'm saying. Back to the whole why people are the way they are thing and, and evolving past your past self and, and, you know, learning from your mistakes and well, whatever. I don't want to be saying this in a year. You know, I want to go through this process. I want to learn the lessons on how to, you know, 
be a better <laughs> be better at time management and how to like find the joy through the stress I think that's something that I'm um I, I'm not good at I think that's what it I think I just figured out I think it's hard to be hard for me to be joyful when I'm stressed out where like watching this guy clean his house and you know feed his kids and take care of his wife and all that like he embraces the chaos and appears to have a happy life and he is happy through it all as it comes at him he's just he handles it he faces it head on with a smile and I think I and I and that's a personality trait of mine I don't like about myself and this is kind of I'm like having this little epiphany right now so hey you're with me on this epiphany journey of my or epiphany with me on this podcast I don't like that vibe about myself or that personality trait like when I'm stressed out it's because I'm never I never it's really not I usually don't get stressed so what is this it's like when I'm busy and there's things on my plate and I have to get shit done and it's like stacking on top of so many other things I'm not like oh I got it like no big deal like oh let's just handle I just like get stressed out and shut down and I'm just like fuck my initial reaction is just fuck like I don't want to do it like fuck and then I complain, then I'll spiral about, oh, I have so much to do. I have so little time, blah, blah, blah. And I've complained to you guys about this all the time on this podcast. That's really what it is. So I think a shift I need to make is when things are chaotic and I, I'm a, a, a wonderful list maker. I'm a wonderful planner. Like I literally do all the things right. But when it comes to putting the rubber to the road, I shut down and get stressed out. And I'm like, I, I'm paralyzed. I'm like, I, that's probably called undiagnosed adult ADHD, which I've heard a lot about when people say that they're like they can't even lift a finger they're just too yeah um I need to explore that too Corey's home is he here is he here is he here I always say that when Corey drives in is he here I'll stay on until he walks through the door and then I'll leave but yeah that's something okay back to what I was saying social media things that are out I'll make that a series or put put together some thoughts on it because the whole the internet needs to evolve past what it is now and it's getting like too it's just it's pushing it's just a giant consumerism machine it's just like a giant like buy this product you can't live without this that I'm like okay, I'm completely over that I don't want to be like I, I'm just I don't want to sell out and do all that shit um and be like a traditional like influencer and whatever I mean people have to make money so that's kind of the double-edged sword like you have to make money it's kind of what you do now it's this kind of part of the internet but um yeah I'm just okay I kind of just lost my train of thought the end always trails off was this an hour and a half episode I think it was um oh thoughts on the internet putting together things that are out also I was mentioning why I'm even saying why I'm even bringing that up because I'm interested in human behavior how people what makes people take why they are the way they are and how one of my assessments in life is that you have to be you have to want to grow and evolve and if you don't put in that work you're going to come across the same problems the same shit your whole life because I've I, I, I can say that confidently because I've witnessed it with so many people in my life where it's like exhausting. It's like, when are you going to figure this shit out? When are you going to grow up? You know? 
and it, it shows itself a lot I think later in life as people pa- past 50 and and it's like oh fuck it's almost impossible to change at that point it's like I don't want to be that way when I'm 50 I have all these things where I'm like it's about you have to do the work you have to want to change you have to want to evolve and it feels good like I just called that thing I called that out about myself about how I shut down when um things get stressful and I'm not very positive like that's not like that's not me that's kind of what I've defaulted to recently and I'm not I don't want to be like that so it's like okay I don't like that I'm gonna make a change that's my whole point you gotta like have you have to ask yourself the hard questions and like assess it's like assess your mood and figure out the root cause of that you know why do I get in a bad mood why do I get stressed out when this thing happens it's like ask go into that because it's usually it's very um situational it's not the end of the world it's never like it's never that bad but you just have to become aware of it and you have to like say it out loud and tell the people are around like I'll tell Corey like hey the next time I'm freaking out and stressed out like I just want to be more positive or like help me stay positive about it or I don't know I could like think of a little thing to do yeah okay that's it um he hasn't gone come inside yet I wonder if he oh he says, I love it. He calls me dear. Um, come. I'm going to say, come in. Dogs are waiting. We're going to get a Christmas tree this weekend, I think. A $300 Christmas. What did it cost last year? Like, I grew up working on my grandparents' Christmas tree farm. And, like, the f- most expensive tree was a $60 um, noble fir. Um it's funny how I remember all the prices. A pine was like 20, a Douglas fir was 25, a blue spruce was 35, a Fraser was 45, and a Noble was 60. Yeah. But here, when you buy a tree, it's like you go to the lot and you're like, plus you get the stand and then um, the can of snow, because I always need a can of snow, like my grandma. You get the stand, the can of snow, and the tree, and then you walk out, and you're like, you just spent $300. It's like, what the fuck? Um, so, yeah, I think we're going to get a tree this weekend. I think we're going to stay in tonight. I want to convince him that we should do that, because I don't want to be trashed for this wedding dress thing tomorrow. Um, I'm like, okay, I think what I... Honestly, okay, I'm not... Um, I'm, like, really living in the moment. I'm not trying to, like, overhype tomorrow, but, like, I should, because it's my wedding dress, but, like... um. I'm like really excited. Come on in. Do you want to have any final words on the mic for fun? The candles are here. I know. And then I think my belt. My belt's here. Um, I don't know if you can hear all that jumping in the background. The dog's like attacking when he comes home. Um... Oh, it's delivered. My belt's delivered. Okay, that's it. Love you. Thanks for being here. Make sure to hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening right now. I'm on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Breaker, Overcast, wherever you listen to podcasts. Hit that subscribe button. Follow me on Instagram at Jacqueline Monroe. Don't follow me on TikTok because I'm not posting anymore and I made it private and I don't give a fuck right now about TikTok. It's at Jacqueline Monroe if you want to follow me. Uh, I do have a YouTube channel. Look me up, the Jacqueline Monroe Show on on YouTube. Um, Review the show. Leave me a five-star review if you like this episode or if you didn't like it, leave me a 
five star review. Um, share it with a friend. Tell your mom. Um, post to your story. Take a screenshot. Print it out. Put a flyer in your gym. Throw it around the mall. Put it. Make a bumper sticker. Put it on people's. Put it on people's. Print out a little uh, business card version of this episode <laughs> cover and put it on people's windshields in your neighborhood. Um, love you. Thanks for being here, and I'll talk to you next week. Bye.